Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I need a snow day. I need a snow day. How many years now have we been playing this music for our snow day segment? And it always made sense to be begging for a snow day. <laughs> we, we don't have to beg anymore. My goodness, we have just been pounded over the last week or 10 days. Looks like we'll get a little break this weekend, as we've been talking about on the show, but uh, there's more coming next week, which, you know what, for a skier, for those that like to bathe, for those that like to play in uh, our lakes and, and, and streams, if you're a fisherman, keep it coming is what I say. Emily McDonald is with us from uh, Park City Mountain this uh, Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. Uh, the snow, I don't know what to say other than the fact that it has just been unbelievable with the amount of snow that's been coming. Park City, no exception, even on the Wasatch back. Uh, you guys have been blessed, I guess is the way to put it, over the last 10 days. Yes, we have. We've received um, over two feet of snow in the past week, so we are pretty excited. Two feet of snow. Now, we've uh, been at the resort several times over the last few weeks, and the skiing has been good even before this latest round of storm activity. Uh, but it has enabled you, I'm sure, to get some more terrain open and running. Yes. So currently, we have 30 lifts open and 183 trails, including three terrain parks. And uh, representing some new terrain in the last just couple of days, right? Correct. Quicksilver Gondola opened this week, and that's the gondola that connects Mountain Village with Canyon Village. And we are also super thrilled to announce that Transitions Terrain Park returned to Canyon Village this season as well, and that opened on Wednesday. Oh, that's a big deal. And I know some people have been waiting to uh, to be able to play up there, which is Mid-Mountain. Correct. That is just off the Sun Peak Express list. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the real joys is to be able to get on the uh, uh, terrain park there, Mid Mountain, with everybody. Mid Mountain for the entire family is something that I've loved about the canyon side of uh, Park City Mountain Resort, uh, because so many times, if you're a beginner or if you've got young kids, you feel sort of left out from uh, the rest of the mountain. But you guys, through the years, have found a way to make sure the whole family gets up there and enjoys uh, what the mountain has to offer. High Meadow Park is our dedicated learning area that's located off Red Pine Gondola and that mid-mountain at Kings Village. Yeah. Uh, so just a fantastic time for the entire family uh, to get up there. And as I said, rather than staying right there by the parking lot, uh, you actually get to feel like you're on the mountain and more part of what the resort is all about. And you can operate right there uh, with the family, which is uh, fantastic. You mentioned to me, and I and I was uh, talking with Sarah earlier in the week or sharing some emails with her, that you've got some great holiday activities that are coming up we want to make sure people have on the calendar. Yes. So actually today, Saturday, December 17th, Santa is coming downtown Lyft. So starting at 5.30 p.m. at Town Lyft Plaza, downtown Park City, right on Main Street, we'll have a DJ, hot cocoa, cookies, and, of course, Santa Claus himself will make an appearance. That is a great way to kick off the holidays for uh, kids of all ages. What time is that happening? So that starts at 5.30 p.m. today, Saturday, December 17th. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun today. All right. Uh, and anything else as we get closer to Christmas or maybe even New Year's? 
Heading into the holidays on Friday, December 23rd, we'll have Silver Sky Nights at Canyons Village, which will have fireworks and live music. And then on Saturday, December 24th, we'll have a torchlight parade at Mountain Village where Santa will stop by again to join the festivities. And the following week on New Year's Eve, we just would love to invite everybody to ring in 2023 at Park City starting at noon on the 31st. There'll be live music at Canyons Village. I'm concluding with fireworks at 7.30 p.m. There are some changes with the parking. I wanted to make sure that we sorted out for people that uh, may have uh, not been up to the resort yet. If you haven't, I don't know why, uh, because it's been a while since we were able to ski in late uh, November, at least in my household, and now we've been doing it for the 1st of uh, December. But uh, parking has changed. Let's walk everybody through that. Uh, There is a charge, and certainly reservations that need to be uh, made, unless you're coming up with a uh, a uh, carpool full of people, four four people or more, uh, and then you still need the reservation, but you don't have to pay. But explain the the pay side of this and the reservation system. All right. So just at the Mountain Village base area, we are having reserved parking. So par- parking reservations are required from 8.30 a.m. until 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And parking reservation does cost $25 for cars that have one, two, or three occupants. If your vehicle has four or more occupants, you still do need a reservation, but the parking is free. It's also free after 1 p.m., so if you're an afternoon skier, you don't need a reservation, and it's free to park starting at 1 p.m. Which, quite frankly, is something that uh, my wife Becky and I try to do is just ski in the afternoons most of the time. And we've never had uh, trouble finding a, a parking spot up there in the, uh, you know, afternoon hours. But for me, because I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, Monday through Friday, I like to sleep in on my weekends. It's the it's the only chance that I get. Here's the other thing. Uh, there are plenty of places to park where you can uh, jump on the bus and come in, which is also handy. Correct. So, Ecker Hill Park and Ride. There's... Um Quinn's Junction has a parking ride. There are lots of park and ride areas around Park City. We have a fantastic bus system. Parking is also free at Canyons Village and the Cabriolet lot. So there are a lot of options for accessing the mountains to just make it easy and fun. And I will say the nice thing about having a reservation is you don't have to show up right um, right at 9 to get it. If you want to sleep in a little bit, you can make your reservation, show up at 10, and know you have a place to park. Yeah. Is the high school still available for parking on the weekends? Yes, the high school is available on weekends. All right, because that's one that we uh, tapped uh, many times. Here's the other thing I want to make sure people know, and if they have uh, been Park City lovers for a long time, they know that the uh, opera opportunities are great. But I think there were some changes even down there in the Canyons Village for being able to have a nice meal and just wait for the crowd to sort of filter out after the lifts slow down or stop for the day. But yeah, we've got a lot of great dining options at Canyons Village. Umbrella Bar, The Farm is one of our nicer higher-end restaurants if you want to have a special dinner. Red Tail Grill is open for the season. And at Canyons Village, they also have a new ski beach, which which just makes it so much easier and nice to get from the hill to this Canyons Village Forum where you can access all those great restaurants. I was over there the other day. They've got some Adirondacks, some lounge chairs, some fire pits. It's got a really nice, cozy vibe going on. It really does. And when the fire's cranked up, it's really nice. I know what the other thing was I wanted to ask you about because I got an email midweek from uh, the resort talking about the fact that it's still the place to go get uh, lessons taken care of for your younger ones or for those that want to get started even at an older age. But uh, I've always thought of Park City as a place to learn. 
You're exactly right. So as we mentioned earlier, High Meadow Park is one of our designated learning areas that has a designated beginner lift, magic carpets, and just some really fun, family-friendly, beginner-friendly terrain. And what I like about it also is it's sunny, so it's nice and warm even on some of the colder days. Yeah. And also over at Mountain Village side, we have First Time Lift, which is it's located right next to First Time Parking Lot, so it's close to the base area. But it's the same concept. It's a dedicated beginner lift that lets our beginner skiers and snowboarders access some really easy, fun runs while also having them close to the center of action so they can um, learn to ski but also be close to their friends. Well, it's appropriate to use the word epic uh, when we're talking to Park City, but it, it is an epic season, or at least it started out that way. Fingers crossed Mother Nature doesn't let up here, and we just get more and more of the white stuff to come up and have a good time. If people want information, it's parkcitymountain.com. Emily, uh, as always, it's a pleasure to connect with you. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on the mountain. Thanks. Hope to see you on the mountain soon. We will uh, take our final break here and come back with more in just a minute. I think Roger Eggett is set to join us, and we'll find out what kind of snow totals he has up at the Catmans at Bear River Lodge and uh, all the fun that is waiting for you that way. So stay right there. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. A couple of minutes of the program before I bring Roger Eggett in. I just want to remind everybody, of course, we're going to be turning it over here in a few minutes to the uh, Greenhouse Show. Tan and Maria will take over. But coming up at noon today, of course, it's uh, the New Mexico Bowl later this evening or later this afternoon, really. Uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll have the kickoff for you here on the home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. But uh, Mitch Harper's been down in Albuquerque the past three days or so with the team. Matt Biamonte is here, and they're going to start our pregame coverage at 12 noon, breaking down this ballgame. <laughs> Five hours of pregame, that ought to get you in the mood for it. They'll have a matchup and offer the keys to the game. And, of course, we heard uh, from Mitch on uh, Friday yesterday that um, doesn't look like Jaron Hall's going to play. And now there's rumblings Puka Nakua may actually uh, step aside because he's got, you know, plans to play in the NFL. We'll see, and they'll uh, map it all out for you today. But we want to say thank you for uh, the pregame coverage to Andy's Neighborhood Market in Kearns for helping to make that possible. All right, our great sponsor of this program is uh, Trax Power Sports Rentals and Bear River Lodge. That means Roger Eggett's here again this week. You've got some new snow to brag about up there, it sounds like. Oh, Tim, it is an incredible start to winter. We have more snow now than I think we did by February of last year. That's great. So, yeah, it's incredible. There is a lot of snow. You said you got, uh, before we jumped in here to record, that you got, what, a couple of feet of new snow recently? 
this week alone, we had one snowstorm over a foot and then several smaller storms, and we've got over two feet just in the last four or five days. So wow. it's been an incredible week. So safe to say that it's uh, go time for all the snowmobiles then, huh? The snowmobiles and the side-by-sides, and today we are building four snow bikes. So everything is on go today. Describe to people what the snow bikes are. My boys just absolutely loved the experience. Well, snow bikes, we take a Supercross bike. We take a 450 Yamaha Supercross bike, pull off the two wheels. We put a ski on the front wheel where it goes, and we put a big snow track on the back. And you ride it just like a dirt bike, but you just glide through the snow. It's, you know, it's fun, but it does take a little work because they're so... What it, they're not stable. So you get out in deep snow and you tip over and it's, oh, good luck, Roger, get back on this thing. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. And this is one of the great things about uh, tracks rentals is you don't have to worry about this side of it. They are a little bit of, they are a little bit of a repair nightmare for, for you guys, I know. Yeah, we uh, rent them for one day, fix them for two. So that's our policy. <laughs> I sent you a video that I know you responded to me uh, directly that some other ding-dong decided that maybe you ought to take those side-by-sides and mount a a skidoo on either side of them, a personal watercraft. I I wouldn't imagine you're up for that repair either. No, I saw that. That was fun. I showed it to my son-in-law, Enoch, who works for Sea-Doo, and I said, hey, can we do this? He said, no, you can't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, people will try just about anything these days. The other bit of good news that you shared with me a minute ago is that you have a, uh, uh, what is it, a license of occupancy or something for the new cabin? Certificate of occupancy. So we finished the family reunion cabin today. So we got all the permits. It is beautiful. Seven bedrooms, eight bathrooms, dining table for 20. Oh, it's just a beautiful cabin, and we're excited. We have it rented for Christmas, so... It, we got it done just in time, but it is beautiful. Yeah, no sweat on your brow. You had a whole week before no. it needed to be yeah. rented out. What's the rush? Yeah. Did you say a dining table for 20? Well, there are two dining tables. They go back to back, two 10-seater dining tables. So we have, it's gorgeous, made out of aspen wood, and it and together they see 20 people, and it's just, it's beautiful. But And it's all right there together, so... If you have a large family and you could use a seven-bedroom cabin, this one's for you. It is it's absolutely beautiful. I can't wait to get up there and see it for myself. I did have somebody ask me the other day if you're still going to be serving those gourmet burgers in the wintertime. Yes, the grill's been open now for about a month and a half. We reopened it. We closed it for the month of September and most of October. Reopened it, and it's up and running and uh, serving burgers every day. So if you're out snowmobiling, stop by for lunch. The girls are going to have to put the cowboy hats and jeans and boots away and uh, get back to flipping burgers at some point up there, I think. Yes, I took them to the NFR last week. Oh, my gosh, it was fun. And they got cowboy hats, and they're all over the Internet with their cowboy hats. I thought you were going to say they got cowboys because they look pretty good in those outfits down there. I'm sure they got some attention from the cowboys, too. Yes, they did. All right. Uh, If people want information about all the fun there is to be had at uh, the cabins at Bear River Lodge, tell them where they can find it. Just go to bearriverlodge.com and come see us. Yeah, because it's a perfect time to get out there and play in the white stuff. You still offering guided trips? 
Yes, actually, we're booking one right now. I'm working with the group right now. They have 75 people. Holy cow. We're taking them out snowmobiling, so it'll be fun. 75? Are they bringing most of their own machines, I hope? No, we have the two-seaters for a bunch of them and then the single-seaters for the rest. Wow. And we're throwing some in Defenders, so it's just a huge group. It it sounds like it. All right, Uh, Roger, as always, thanks so much for your sponsorship of the program. Have some fun up there. Thank you, and sorry about all the background noise today, but have a have a great holiday. I never get a hold of you when you're not busy. All right, we'll check in uh, with you one more time next week before Christmas. Don't go away. The Greenhouse is coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.